had all these dreams and grand ideas, but dad had fallen very ill after I finished my degree. So my plans to take on the world were put on ice for a few months so I could come and help out back at my parents' pub in Peterborough. Four years later, and I was still there. I'd amassed some debt, considerable personal, bad, deep debt. The mess I'd gotten myself into, that for your benefit I'll detail later, came to a head when I was out with a friend one summer morning, likely with a filthy hangover, and a Ferrari F430 Spider drove past. The driver had the roof down, his tunes blaring out, and his nose stuck way up in the air. Now the car that to that date I'd coveted more than any other car was this Ferrari F430 Spider. It was like all the memories and emotions and desires through my childhood had been designed into that beautiful car, the elegant lines, the raspy exhaust, and of course, in Rosso Red. As the car flew past, I could see and feel all these images and emotions and desires, almost in slow motion, and I turned to my friend and barked harshly. See that twat? He's a drug dealer. And then we went on our way to the pub. And right there is a single sentence, the comment that I made on that day that shows my complete demise in attitude and belief towards money, manifested in debt, bitterness and judgment. Once an open-minded, limitless child and then a teenager who was taught to value, earn and respect money, with big dreams to turn ideas into cash, I had changed into an envious, defeatist neghead with a confused relationship with money and more maxed out credit cards than you could fit in Bill Gates's wallet, who stereotyped people by their possessions. And what's worse is I didn't even know the guy who was driving the Ferrari. That statement summed up in seven words everything that was wrong about me about money. Though I didn't know it at the time, those seven words summed up everything that was wrong about the media about money. Those seven words summed up the huge gulf between the wealthy and the poor, more in mindset than skill set. And the strange irony continued when between the ages of 30 and 31, I became a millionaire. And the first Ferrari I bought was that exact same Ferrari F430 Spider in Rosso Red. Now, before you judge me for good or bad, like I judged that Ferrari owner, though maybe he could have rented it for the day, Stay with me as we go on a journey from good upbringing around money to spiralling debt and bitterness and back again to sustained wealth. My story is very much woven into yours. I've been poor and I've been rich and you've been at least one of those two. I've made money and I've lost money as have you. I've started with no money and that's the same for all of us once we pop out of the womb. My net worth is self-made although it is perceived by the media as being no better or worse than old money, that second or third generation. I feel good that my net worth is self-created. Not self-made, by the way, we'll debate that later. But sometimes it's harder to grow a legacy created by someone else than it is to start your own. Or at least it's simply different. I had all the negative beliefs around money any other first world poor person, see next chapter, has had, or still has, and I face the same challenges and opportunities anyone else has who is fortunate enough to be raised in a land of opportunity such as the UK, America, or developed first world countries. When I judged in one instant the man who was driving, ironically, the car of my dreams, I was in that exact moment projecting out my personal, individual perceptions, beliefs, and attitudes onto him through me. This had nothing to do with him. 
I didn't even know him, but I thought I knew people just like him. Now, he could have been a future version of me, who worked for and earned his money, his dreams and his Ferraris. He could have been a drug dealer. He could have been test driving the car. He could have been hiring it for the day. He could have been a dentist, therapist or philanthropist. He could have been the salesman giving it a run in before a test drive with someone like me. Now, but that's all irrelevant because there are all types of Ferrari drivers and you can't stereotype them like I shamefully did. I will share all my personal negative beliefs on people with money that I have for 25 years later in money that were merely a manifestation of myself. I will also share every single belief that I've seen in educating over half a million people in wealth and it's likely that you will relate to some or many of them. Maybe you still carry some of them around and maybe this is what's drawn you to this book. When I was first world poor, I'd have not been able to prove what Ferrari drivers were really like.